Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. Hello and welcome to another podcast on Animal Farm. Character-based questions are a dead certainty to come up in the exam, so listening to these podcasts will really help you to achieve the best grade. Today we are going to be looking at the characters of Boxer, Molly, and Mr. Jones, as well as providing you with an overview of the other key characters. Firstly, one of my favourite characters is Molly. I love her sneakiness and desire to get what she wants. Well, you've certainly summed Molly up to a T there. Life changes for Molly when the animals take over the farm, and from her perspective, probably not for the better. She craves the attention of human beings and adores being groomed and pampered. She has a really hard time adjusting to her new life on the farm because she misses all the shiny, glistening things, the ribbons that she used to wear in her hair, and eating all the sugar cubes. Molly is really a shallow materialist who doesn't really care about the struggle of her fellow animals. When we first meet her, she enters the meeting of the animals at the last moment, chewing sugar and sitting in the front row. Molly's motivation is very much about her. She doesn't really help with the animals' goals or dreams to take over the farm. If there is work to be done, she shows up late, and when there is fighting, she hides away. She was late for work every morning and excused herself by saying that she complained of mysterious pains. In the end, Molly runs away to the humans, and the animals never mention her again. The polar opposite character to this is, of course, Boxer. Boxer is a strong but largely ignorant horse from the farm. The rest of the animals really like him because he does so much work, meaning that they don't have to. He's incredibly devoted and is willing to do anything that he thinks will make life better for the animals. The sadness is that Boxer will just blindly follow and not question anything that Napoleon says. He adopts the sayings "must work harder" and "Napoleon is always right." To keep him motivated amongst the enormous amount of work that he does, and it's really hard, isn't it? The boxer just dreams of retirement. Napoleon doesn't suffer any fools, which of course Boxer is. Even when he is being led to his death at the Nackers, Boxer needs to be told of his terrible fate by Benjamin and Clover. He becomes wise to Napoleon's ways too late, and his death is another example of Napoleon's tyranny. Another tyrant that doesn't feature in the book, but it is of significance, is Mr. Jones, the original owner of the farm, and of course the animals. Mr. Jones is portrayed by Orwell at the beginning of the book as irresponsible and lazy. He's got a drinking habit, and the animals are neglected, and that's really important. He has to be portrayed as a bad owner and farmer to provide a real reason for the revolution to happen. The novel's first paragraph describes Jones forgetting, out of drunkenness, to shut the popholes for the henhouses, but remembering to draw himself a glass of beer before going off to his bed in a drunken stupor. The rebellion originally starts because Jones forgets to feed the animals, and this really shows him as an uncaring master. 
Throughout the rest of the book, he is described as a man with very little power. He is unable to get the farm back, and he ends up dying in a home for people with drink problems. And what about the other characters in the book that students may need to consider? Firstly, Clover may come up. She's the mother figure of the farm, looking after the baby ducklings and helping Boxer after he has collapsed. Benjamin is a donkey, and as a donkey, he's very stubborn. He refuses to become enthusiastic about the rebellion. He's a real pessimist and feels negative about everything. And in the end, he's proven right, isn't he? Things really didn't turn out the way the animals wanted to. Another character that you should look at is probably Moses, the wily raven who flits between the humans and animals. With his tales of the promised land to which all animals retire after death, Moses is the novel's religious figure. He spins a line about a place which is magical sugar candy mountain, where they could live free from oppression and hunger. His tales really cheer the animals up after long days of working. I now wanted to talk about Mr. Pilkington. Mr. Pilkington owns the neighbouring farm, Foxwood, which is also left in a disgraceful condition. At first, the relationship between Napoleon is a little tricky when Napoleon changes the pigeon's message to death to Jones, and Pilkington refuses to help when the farm is attacked by Frederick. They eventually become firm friends, however, as Napoleon and Frederick are made from the same motivations. At the end of the book, Pilkington praises what Napoleon has done with Animal Farm. However, the final scene is the two fighting over a card game. So the pigs turn into humans, and the humans become as bad as the pigs. So that's about it. Join us next time when we will be getting a bit power hungry and addressing the main themes of Animal Farm. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.